Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to What's the Big Deal? Where we talk about rational topics in an irrational time. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast, What's the Big Deal? Episode number 5, and uh, halfway through our season 1 already. Already, um, man. Time flew by. Absolutely. I'm here with Sungi. And my name is Tyrell. So, Sungi, tell me, how was your week this um, week? This week, my week was pretty good, man. It's been very busy. I've moved, um, I've changed locations from where I was at before. So, I was at 44 Rito Street. But now I'm at, I'm still located downtown. Mm-hmm. If you'd like to know where I'm training people, you can contact me through my email you can find that on my website or sunny fitness on instagram and yeah so i'm training people mobily right now mainly and i have a location downtown also so i'm doing home training with clients and i've also started training a few professional players so this morning no today was a pretty long day longest of the week i trained uh michael soy today former player of algonquin thunder basketball team Mm -hmm. who played in vietnam and he's currently looking to make his way to the philippines to play in the pba d league oh wow that's sick oh yeah and i also trained um dan omara so he played he's currently a red blacks player um o-line i believe yeah o-line and he's played for them for a year now and you know we were all doing some explosive exercises today's workouts giving them a little taste of what my workouts are like and i also trained with uh nicholas gardner so aka juvie that's what he goes by and he's working his way to playing for the new Ottawa team, the Ottawa professional basketball team, which is the Ottawa Blackjacks. So this was announced on Wednesday that Ottawa is going to be having a professional basketball team, which is amazing because, you know, after the first one, I thought it was never going to happen again. You know, the Skyhawks, when they ended, I don't know exactly what happened, but all of a sudden the team was gone you know they were there and then yeah i loosely remembered them like i, I forgot <laughs> i forgot that we had a basketball team until you were talking about it earlier mm. yeah so i seen one game we were they actually like played in quebec at one of the sages which was mm-hmm. pretty random but you know it was nice to to see that our city was doing something big for basketball yeah absolutely yeah how about you tyrell so how was your your week and my week my week was good the week yeah. was good uh busy week you know trying to stay busy um still doing the same workout plan i was doing last week uh, i'm in mm-hmm. week number two now awesome. so i feel like it's going really good like i feel like i'm um, definitely feeling uh the muscles uh specific muscle groups uh working super hard that i'm working out um Mm-hmm. It yeah I I can feel the growth. Obviously, it's just the second week. Uh, you, yeah. you can't really tell from two weeks of doing it, but um, it feels really good so far. It feels like I'm 
gaining a lot of uh, knowledge first mm-hmm. off from learning about the workouts, um, but also gaining like I wouldn't say muscle right now, but mm-hmm. in the direction to gain muscle, I'm definitely gonna get there. Um, yeah. As far as that, I just been working. Um, got a couple photo shoots this week. Awesome weekend actually, which is good. Nice, uh, nice, yeah. I've been slacking a little bit on my photography game, but uh, it always comes back in like in like waves, you know. Hey, so. If you need some help with that, man, I can be a model for you. You know, I could get you know my girl to come do some modeling <laughs> with me too. If you needed practice taking some, some always, photos. always, always welcome to take photos. <laughs> always, it's all about every photo I take is more. Uh, it's it's always helping me get better and better mm-hmm. for the next photo that I'm about to take. Um, but yeah, that's really it with me. It's not much. All right. Um, so let's jump let's jump right in here. Book smart versus street smart. What do you mm-hmm. first off? What do you think? What do you think yourself is? See, I that. I like that question because that's a deep question and that's something that I have to go deep into and just you know, like figure you... out what 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 is considered, you know, well, like just smart generally, like I'm smart, sure you know, know like, like generally, generally, like book smart <laughs> people that are like just like by the book all the time, mm, like okay, um, you know, street smart, they I, know what goes on, like they know like mm. uh, common sense, like outside, you know, like you know, I would say I would be more towards street smarts, not because I'm not book smart, nah, because not I have my diploma, you know, I'm educated, I went to mm-hmm. school. I would say I'm more street smart because I understand people more, understand how you know people interact with each other how why they interact in the way they do and you know how society functions like yeah and that's that's important to know more so to me and why i feel like i know more of it well not know more of it but i'm better in this area because i am good with dealing with people you know that's what i do i train people and motivate people mm-hmm. so long story short answer is street smart the story ain't done man street smart <laughs> the answer is street smart street so, smart okay so you think of yourself as street smart yes sir for me more so more so more so smart. yeah yeah because yeah. you have to choose one right you can't choose both you yeah. have to choose one you think of yourself as street smart mm-hmm. i would also think of myself as street smart because i have that common sense that a lot of people fucking lack yeah <laughs> a lot of people lack common sense um just outside and public and whatever like there's a lot of stuff so a lot of people common sense they don't have it yeah i think i have a lot of common sense mm-hmm. what, um, what's an example of people not having common sense to you it's tough to think about it uh well, like the the people, what's that? People's uh, awareness of their surroundings, yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like that's 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 common sense as well. Like people's awareness, but I'm trying to think of like a better example. Um, just, just like, cause like if you're trying to like uh, compare that example, like book smart and street smart, yeah, you gotta think of something that like uh, somebody book smart wouldn't necessarily get. That's like mm-hmm. street smart. Because they haven't um, really been put in that situation or yeah, experience. Cause, yeah, because they, they're not familiar with the situation and they mm-hmm. 
literally don't know common sense yeah. to even get through that situ- situation. Yeah. Okay. Um, but honestly, I don't have a example right now. Um, I guess like I was on the bus the other day, not the bus, but um, the O train, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy was uh, trying to get off of the O train, but uh, the he he didn't read the sign. It clearly says this button will like this door will open automatically. Yeah. Um, only when the green light is on. Okay. Is when you just press it to open it. But I don't know. This guy's in a rush or something. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's I'm I'm in front of the door. So he looks at me, assuming that this guy's an idiot why doesn't he press the button to open the door uh-huh. me i'm like i'm thinking i'm like this guy's gonna press the button thinking it's gonna open it mm-hmm. and he's probably thinking at me that i'm an idiot for not pressing it but yeah. i know how to work it because i read the sign and this guy's just right? using like oh obviously there's a button you have to press it right yeah no you're an idiot it's opening automatically see that's just that, that's an example of, of people not being aware of their surroundings and what's going on you know mm-hmm. they don't pay attention to things as clear as signs that are right in front of them yeah because they think that everything's supposed to work a specific way just how they read up about it that's how they learned it yeah exactly and that that actually goes to you know a lot of people that go by the book instead of common sense like Mm -hmm. but it's not wrong to go by the book it's not but but the thing is going by the book comparing to being using common sense is like being closed-minded and not being open to the reality that things change things can be different things don't have to be done in a specific way but when you buy the book you don't accept those things so you become closed-minded to everything it's not that you don't accept those things you're just totally unaware of those things that are even happening like are you sure because like no it's because like you you're not aware like you don't look at those things like you're always doing one thing so why should like if you're always if you're always driving to your house Mm -hmm. okay and you always go the same way because that's the way that you always knew right right here left here right here okay Uh uh-huh you're not gonna look for other ways unless your exit is like unless the way you go is like blocked or something right you're not gonna take a different route you're always gonna go the same route and you're not gonna know about these other streets that's it there could be some guy giving free freaking tacos (laughs) if you would have just turned left when you're always turning right you never knew about that exactly um what do you think is more important in today's society what do I think is more uh, important? Being book smart mm-hmm. or being street smart? I would say being street smart because books, book smart will get you so far, you know? I mean, and, it, and, and, and what, what a lot of people don't know is that it's not, I like to say this and I believe in the strong, it's not what you know, it's who you know. And... <laughs> With book smarts, that's not going to teach you how to, you know, communicate with people, how to get along with people, build relationships that are going to help you out in the future. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, well, I know you don't learn that in the books. You know, they don't teach you. I like in my program, Fitness and Health Promotion, we learn about everything. What we are not taught is, you know, what to do when how to how to react 
when we're not familiar with something. That's something you gotta put yourself into. Yeah, experience like, get, that. Yeah, you gotta get to experience that. Um, I think that uh, just because you're street smart doesn't mean that you don't have uh, connections. Mm-hmm. Uh, like connections to get places, you know. I feel like yeah. people that are street smart may mm-hmm. have more connections to get places oh, because yeah. of uh, just like how they grew up and how they were situated. Like, mm-hmm. um, I feel like they have more chances. Maybe, maybe have more chances. Um, in the mm-hmm. in a certain sense, in a certain sense of the way, like a street smart person may be more outgoing in the sense that they're not afraid to like talk to the people and mm-hmm. like get, make their way themselves you and know go, go talk off. to the right people yeah. you know a book smart person is probably the right like they're probably put in situations they're probably put in a situation that will make them successful mm-hmm. rather than a street smart person knows um the right people to talk to to mm-hmm. get successful if that makes sense it does make sense because you know like they both like have said, opportunities yeah just they, they know how to get them in different ways you know yeah and you you saying um book smart people are like placed in a position not and, necessarily like uh-huh. place because nobody's ever like just not nobody but like i'm not saying that like a book smart person is always given like the mm-hmm. upper hand I'm just saying. Um, oh, of course not. Uh, since smart. like they're by the book and all yeah. of that, right? They're probably always they're they're probably always doing stuff by the book. Yeah. And, and they it, they can t- they can get those connections of those mm. other people that do stuff by the book like a lot easier. Like um, talking to a professor because like you're a good student, you always do by the book, right? Mm-hmm. And the professor is gonna give you more opportunities because of that. Yeah. But if you were a street smart person, you knew how to like get your ways you know because mm. street smart you know how to like yeah finesse okay finesse, finesse. So we'll say finesse then you know of the right people to talk to to get yourself in a situation like that like not necessarily the professor's gonna give you the opportunity yeah but you know how to get that opportunity yourself you know from what you're saying it has me rethinking you know what side i'm on with that because but both, both of, of them are equally as important yeah right? but but like what do you think is more important in society? They're both important in, in society. society. Yeah, equally. Equally, yes. E- you need an equal balance of both in society. Mm. Um, because, I mean, if you're all the way street smart, right? Mm. You need some book smarts to carry you there. You can't just get somewhere alone off of just one thing. Mm-hmm. You need the perfect mix. You need that street smart to finesse your way there. Mm. And then you need that book smart to cement your place there and to keep you there and to keep you there yeah because you can get somewhere with street smarts yeah you can get somewhere but then but that, when you're how there, long are you going to stay there for when you're there they're going to be like oh yeah this guy's kind of stupid <laughs> not stupid but like not this guy doesn't know like simple things like what you're supposed to know yeah. like if you went to school for doing this you know you know this this makes me think of a good example um I'm going to use myself because it's relatable and many people should, everyone should be doing this. You know, once you finish studying whatever you're aiming to 
pursue as a profession, mm-hmm. you have to continue educating yourself in that field. Because w- once you stop, you don't give yourself the chance to grow, provide any further opportunities for yourself. Absolutely. Like, Well, it's like in high school, right? Mm. Like where you learn something for like the one year and then you have the summer break and then you like forget oh. everything you're like oh you no know, i, I wish I, learn? I wish i did not do that like i didn't learn till later on because i used to watch like motivational speakers anthony robbins was one of the guys who's like even when school is out you should be studying what you expect to be learning in school the next year so that you're ahead of everyone not just that you're ahead of everyone so that you you take in this information information easier mm-hmm. yeah like um that's why you should never stop learning uh even when you think you're finished you're not finished uh no. even if you graduated from you got your diploma bachelor's degree whatever mm-hmm. you can easily lose all of that information that you just learned and then where are you gonna get it back like did you keep your notes so so now where we're going is we're saying that book smart is the most important in the end because without it, you can't sustain, you know, where you got yourself to. Because you could, you could get yourself somewhere with your street smarts, your common sense. But you have to educate yourself, inform yourself on, you know, matters that are, are happening around you. I don't know. I so think that you can continue to to grow in that area. I think that's true. Yes, the book smarts like it mm-hmm. may like overpower one, the other, but both of them. I think they work hand in hand. You can't, like, you can succeed without the other. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are successful off of just street smarts. Fifty Cent. <laughs> there's well, a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there that's just successful off you, book smarts. You think it's just street smarts that he's successful Donald off Trump of? Is probably successful off book smarts. I don't, really, I don't even know about really, that. I don't even know about that. He's not really street smart. smart, you know? He's not really street smart yeah. talking about grabbing women by the pussy and stuff like that. That's not really too smart to say. But um, his book smarts obviously got him to presidency, no? I think he was just surrounded Maybe by the right people. Maybe he had a little bit of street smart. So, like, that's what, like what I was saying before, right? No, if you're book smart, then you get put in the right positions mm-hmm. to become successful. And if you're street smart, you have to work the wasn't wasn't he way. handed down how much I don't, how much I don't know however much money I don't know I like don't millions know. of dollars so I don't know I don't know I don't I don't think that has to do with book smarts or street smarts that's just like you know chance that he was that he became pre- president not that he became president that that's actually I think despite what many people may think that the way he approached it and became president. He's smart because he he chose to target the audience that would listen to him. And he knew there was, like, majority. A hundred percent. Republicans of, are kind of stupid. So yeah. he knew that they were stupid and he played to that upper hand. Um, there's a interview uh, back in, like, the 80s or I think it was, like, in the 80s mm-hmm. where he was talking about, oh, if I were to ever become president, I would become president on the Republic, Republican side because, like, go. these guys are a bunch of idiots and <laughs> it's easier to convince them. So that's exactly what he did. He spoke that into existence. But rolling on from book smart street smart. Yeah. A lot to talk about. A lot of people are mentally weak nowadays. Mm -hmm. People are as uncommitted as ever. Mm -hmm. And 
people just want to give up easily yeah on things that they are pursuing to do why do you think that is so like do i you think, think people nowadays are just built weak or i think it's because they become they become have become comfortable with you know moving on to the next thing and not knowing that in doing so they don't allow themselves the opportunity to progress progress in one specific area because you can't this despite what anybody says multitasking you can't do it you got to focus on one thing and accomplish that one thing before moving on to the next and a lot of people they get to a point where they're they don't have the motivation and they don't have the right tools and they don't have the knowledge of how to get to where they're trying to go so what they do is they go and try out a different interest so they, they just don't... give up they give up they give up because they don't just try a new interest they give mm-hmm. up first they give up and then try something else because the first thing wasn't working or they just put it on hold if they, they think they're putting it on hold but it, it is giving up you know, like you know what i'm gonna focus on something else that's possible you know you could do that i guess but... do you know how many people i've heard of that like put school on hold and parentheses yeah. put school on hold yeah um and uh just never went back for real like you know put stuff on hold just get through it trust me like as soon as you get through it you'll feel so so great you'll feel Mm. so much gratitude and like you'll feel so nice and you feel like you so accomplished like you just conquered like freaking nazi germany in like 1944 if you have if you have a good reason for putting it on hold like i don't know what i want to do that's a good reason there's good yeah i I don't know i don't know if that's a good reason i don't know if that's a good enough reason i don't know what i want to do finish what you started doing first of course and then you can figure out what you don't want to do if you unless not, unless you realize like unless uh-huh. you truly realize what you want to do now mm-hmm. then switch like this is what i had to do i was in the military the air force and then when i was in the air i went to the air force because i was not really sure what i wanted to do mm-hmm. but i knew that i liked like aircraft and i wanted to work like i liked electronics and i wanted to work in like the airfield right mm-hmm. and then i did it and then i was doing it once i completed it uh, my training and everything i realized that like this is not really something i want to do for my whole career yeah but you i was it. still doing it yeah. while i had that thought and mm. then i was like hey this is not what i want to do i get that yeah. i need to figure out what i want to do but i'm still gonna do this until i figure that out i'm yeah. not just gonna quit and then go back to square one yeah i'm at square five right now mm-hmm. and i need to go back to square one but i need to know where square one is first you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm not just going to quit and be like, all right, mm-hmm. let me go sit on the couch and figure yeah. out what's next for Ty. No, I'm going to still do what I do while I'm figuring out what's next for Ty. And then I was like, hey, journalism. Mm-hmm. And I applied for journalism, the course, journalism course, before, while I was still in the military. Oh, yeah. And I got yeah. accepted while I was still in. And then I showed my superiors that I was like, look, this is what I want to do now. You have to go with a plan. Okay. This is what I want to do now. And they're like, okay, wow, you have it all sorted out. You got it. Yeah. All right, go have fun, kiddo. <laughs> hey, that's 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 such an important thing right there. Making sure that you know what you start, you finish. Because quitting, a quote I used to love: "If you learn to quit, it becomes a habit." Mm-hmm. You know, if you allow yourself to quit and you don't hold yourself accountable for it, then you're gonna keep con- you're gonna continue to allow yourself to do this, and 
it's important to to stick through things because when you learn the importance of sticking through things, you develop that routine of habit of like working hard and oh, yeah. finishing and fin- finishing through things and that just leads to to other things like if, if you're doing one thing it's a domino effect yeah if you're doing one thing you don't like later on you're gonna that thing you don't like might like turn you into a person who develops another interest in something specific that will take you on a, another path that you do enjoy yeah and um like mike tyson mike tyson said it himself mm-hmm. which i hear all the time especially when i was playing football and stuff like that yeah um everybody has a game plan mm-hmm. okay everybody has a game plan before before they step in the ring yeah until you get punched in the face <laughs> And then your game plan is out the window, uh-huh. all right? And then you got to think of a new game plan. Um, but basically, what, what I'm trying to say is that, like, you have your game plan. Let's mm-hmm. say you wanted to do, uh, you wanted to go to school for law, all right? And then you got punched in the face, okay? Yeah. You're like, shit, I don't want to do this anymore, right? But you don't just throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. Don't just throw in the towel and quit and then just start a new fight in a couple months. Mm-hmm. No, you think of a new game plan on the spot, in the yeah. ring. You get punched in the face. All right, that's not working. Let's think of a new game plan. Uh-huh. Meaning, like, let's say you don't want to do law anymore. Okay? Cool. Think of what you want to do first before you just leave that. Yeah. Continue doing that because you might end up liking it. Who knows? If It's just maybe the subject that you were learning at that moment that you didn't like. But mm-hmm. the law program in itself, it's uh, it's very it's uh, very versatile. There's lots of uh, law law mm-hmm. things that you could do with law. Yeah. Um, like paralegal and lawyer and judge, all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe it's just that one subject that you didn't like. Just grind mm-hmm. through it. Grind yeah. through it. See if you like it or not. If you don't like it, think of plan B. Yeah. You always have to have a plan B, C, D, <laughs> E, F, G. You know, that, that's interesting. Because I was taking, uh, back in when I was in Seja at Heritage College, I was taking social sciences. And there was this one course that I did not like at all. I had no interest in. And that was anthropology, cultural anthropology. At the time, I had no interest in it. Right now, it's something that, you know, I enjoy to talk about, to hear about, because I like learning about people and their cultures. But before, I hated it, and I didn't let it, you know, hold me back. Because my plan was, overall, I wanted to be successful. But that one course would have held me back if I didn't push through. So what I did is, I created a mentality for myself where I was going to find something within that class that I enjoyed. And at the time... The only thing I could find was that I enjoyed learning. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? If I'm learning something new, then that's something I can enjoy in this course. And that's what something that 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 is what helped me get through that course. Learning is uh, the greatest thing of all. Oh, yeah. Education. It's the best. Um, What's this? uh you saw a movie that you wanted to shout out 
Oh yeah, what's it called? It's called Game Changers. Um, Game Changers, the Game Changers. Yeah, it's the name of the movie, and it's talking about athletes, uh, strong men, bodybuilders. One of the strongest men in the world, and how he is a vegan. And they're talking about pretty much how he's capable of doing what he's doing on a diet which many people, not even a diet, a nutritious lifestyle that many people seem to think you cannot live on because, you know, there's a shortage or lack of intake in protein. But this guy is training, and he's one of the strongest men in the world. And he's doing it on a vegan, nutrici- nutritious lifestyle. Because there, he, he goes to prove that there are many alternatives out there, and not just what people think. Mm-hmm. Which is, their thoughts are, you need to eat meat, drink milk, you know, consume dairy. Alternatives, I'm going to name a few. You can have some beans, you can have chickpeas, beans, peas, quinoa just to name a few the list goes on and then substituting milk regular milk with almond milk or coconut milk and you'll find some good protein in there and I know I'm rambling on about the protein I'm gonna continue this because a lot of people don't understand protein and proteins come from amino acids and those they come from plants right so we get it secondary we think we're getting it from the meat but we get a secondary from the animals that eat the plants you know mm-hmm. that's cool so yeah that's it that's, reminds me of that's um, kind of what the movie's about the guy that you were talking about the guy that went vegan yeah um and is still like one of the strongest men in the world in strongman competition um it reminds me of a these guys i'm sure you might have heard about them the hodge twins the hodge twins yeah they're bodybuilders as well they have a mm-hmm. youtube channel called the hodge twins and I, I think you can find them on like all social medias instagram mostly um and they're two twins they're mm-hmm. two brothers that were in the military and stuff before and like they have yeah. this like youtube channel where they just talk about funny shit all the time and like <laughs> they answer questions that youtubers give them about working out um girlfriend advice uh mm-hmm. um work advice just anything and like they have answers for everything but it's their opinion too right so some of their answers could be like far left far right right um and they also went vegan themselves they they're they're pretty big you know Mm -hmm. and they went vegan themselves and they still kept the same gains because people they were thinking that oh if they go vegan Mm -hmm. or if i go vegan i'm gonna lose all the gains that i had (laughs) i'm not gonna i'm gonna get scrawny or I'm gonna get more lean, mm-hmm. um, but that wasn't the case for these two guys. They still, they still retained all of the same muscle mass. Yeah. Um, they just found replacement diet, mm-hmm. dietary uh, foods um, that are vegan for them, and they're doing great. I don't know if they're still vegan, but they were vegan for a while. Yeah. Uh, I would bet that they are still vegan, but I'm not too sure. But yeah, it reminded me of them. And then also mm-hmm. uh, another uh, strong man that came to my mind is uh, his name is Larry Wheels. Okay. 
He's not vegan. I was waiting he's for not, you to be like, oh, yeah, he's yeah, vegan too. I'm like, okay. He's not vegan, no. It's just that he's, he's also in strong up. men competition, just no. like the guy you're talking about. Okay. And uh, he actually just went into strongman competition because he bought um he absolutely like bodied like the uh bodybuilding competitions like worldwide mm. um he also bodied uh powerlifting wow. competitions like he has like the highest uh, like he, he has world records and stuff and mm. now he's going to strongman because there's nothing less for him to do like he's not doing crossfit like yeah. come on <laughs> i'm not i'm just joking crossfit's fun not for me though. um but yeah he's doing uh he's doing the strongman competitions they call it it's like where they lift the big logs like yeah and walk and stuff like that and yeah. it's crazy it's 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 honestly crazy but today actually today it's friday today so i'm recording um tesla came out with a new pickup truck they call it the cyber truck wow. have you seen a picture of it I, I think i've seen a picture of it i saw someone posts a random truck and they were like yeah i think kanye west is gonna post this in the video because it was just so odd it was like weird looking it's different it is so different and i can get the i can i can get the kanye west reference because uh <laughs> there's a video of him on his latest album uh, he's just driving through a field and i think in wyoming or something like just with an atv that's the whole video no way. <laughs> just him driving atv here's a picture of the tesla model car um if you guys want to see it you guys can just search google tesla Cybertruck. let's see that, that um honestly look too bad. I, I think it looks ugly it looks as futuristic. hell it it's does look futuristic fut- but it looks like okay it looks like it looks like one of those trucks I drew in like grade three, <laughs> with like just super super sharp hey, edges. Somebody and just stole your design, lines, man. Like, somebody stole your design. Yeah, clearly. Yeah, I a lawsuit. <laughs> I should have uh, I should have <laughs> copyrighted that when I was like in grade three, but but yeah. So it has armored armored uh, glass, wow. which is supposed to have a really high tolerance to smashing. But I was watching the live uh, conference this morning and. Um, or I think it was this morning. Yeah. Or was it last night? Either or. Um, and they were they took a metal ball at it at the window. And he's like, yeah, smash it. See, if, let's see what happens. Uh-huh. Elon Musk said that, and then uh, the guy's like, you want me to smash it? <laughs> smash it? He's uh-huh. like, yeah, smash it. Let's see what happens. And he throws the metal ball, like the metal ball at it, and it literally cracks the whole window. And then he's Whoa. like, oh, and they're laughing. I was like, uh. Uh-huh. It, it it didn't break through all the way. Hey, it didn't. <laughs> that's, that's a sign. And then like, hey, you want? Should we try the back window? <laughs> and then they tried the back window. Same thing happened. But they're like, all right. Well, it needs improvements, obviously. <laughs> but uh-huh. it didn't break through all the way. Um, another thing that it has is a ultra hard, thirty times cold rolled stainless steel exoskeleton. Whoa. It's basically like the the metal the around the car, it, yeah. the metal body. Um, it's the same stuff that they're going to be using to build their uh, rockets. No way. So the same exoskeleton, the metal so, body is the same that they're going to use to build the rockets. So indestructible car. Uh, ba- uh, uh, I don't know about indestructible, but yeah, pretty much close to it. Like it's very, mm-hmm. it's very uh, destructible proof. Like I'm um, wondering how much this car costs. Damn. Well, in, in, in U.S., the base model uh, costs forty thousand dollars. That's not bad. Which is like sixty thousand oh, Canadian, yeah. which is still not bad. Oh, cause it's like, it's cheaper than uh, it, they 
Elon Musk said that he wanted it to be cheaper than the best-selling truck in America, which is the Ford F-150. Okay. So I believe that he's uh, achieving that, and it's also going to be better, and it's going to be, it's going to have a, it's, it's going to be as hardcore as a pickup truck, but as as maneuverable and mm. as speedy as a sports car. So there's three different models that you can choose from. Basically, they just have different uh, motors in them, electric motors. Mm-hmm. So one's a single electric all-wheel drive electric motor. One's a dual, oh, and then one's a like... trip tri uh-huh. all-wheel drive electric motor. And then the top of the line model goes from zero to sixty in two point nine seconds, which is fast, and it has five hundred plus mile range. Wow! Do you know how far we can drive right now? Five hundred miles. I don't know how much 500 Toronto. miles That's is in kilometers. Here to Toronto, about Ottawa, Ottawa to Toronto. Cl- Ottawa to cl- Ottawa, oh miles. Ottawa to Toronto is 400 kilometers. kilometers my God. Oh. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna do the conversion right now. But the no truck. What do you think gas. of the truck so far? The truck. It looks like. No, it look. It doesn't look like a truck right now. It looks like a Hummer. Well, it's supposed to be a pickup truck, and the back glass mm. it like retracts. And oh, then yeah. you can see like the bed, like you know how a pickup truck is supposed to have the bed no in the way. back. Okay. Yeah. I want to see one of these cars up close. I want to go test test it out, take it for a drive. So 500 miles is 800 kilometers. So you can go to Toronto and back. back. Damn. In one charge. Hey, that's worth sixty thousand. In man. one charge. I'm a, how much gas is that for a pickup truck going to Toronto? That's a hundred dollars at least. Mm. Not nah, minimum. There, 100 bucks. Minimum. 100 bucks. Minimum. About for a tank. Bucks? For yeah. a tank, 100 bucks. Because I know like, when I had my car, you had to fill up the whole tank. Yeah. And that was like 40 bucks. Okay. And a truck, a pickup truck. Especially if you got some load on that too. Oh, yeah. If you're carrying something in the back. That's a. That's crazy. I don't even think the cars. Um, I think the top their top car goes like 2.9 seconds in 60. Like 0 to 60 in 2.9. Yeah. And the inside, the interior looks very spacious and it's cool. I think it's cool. I would give it a, a test drive. Damn, I just saw the back fold it out. Yo, yeah. this car, okay. And they also made an ATV with it. An ATV. It, uh, it doesn't come with it, but they made an ATV as well. Uh-huh. And then um, on the conference, they drove the ATV into the back of the truck. I see the ATV and they have a trailer too. Yeah, it comes out with a. Yeah, that is I don't, crazy, man. Yeah, the trailer probably comes separate. Um, the big ass trailer that it comes with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that. that Yo, everybody separate. needs to go electric. I don't know why everybody's still caught up on the gas. Whoever has uh, a car that takes. Me, me, I'm still on that petrol, you baby. Still on that petrol. Uh, I, I like driving manual, so oh, okay. I like shifting gears. Unless they come out with an electronic car shift gears like yeah. that. Actually, they they have. I've think, seen one I don't before. Think they're, they're doing that. No, they they have some on YouTube. It's like mechanics okay. that do it. It's not companies, okay, but yeah. mechanics. They make uh, electric cars that um like drift cars and stuff like that. Okay. Um, that you can shift the gears. Yeah. Although, like, you can just leave it in gear one, yeah. and it, it will still work normally. Or you can shift gears. It'll like kind of simulate a, a real car. <laughs> but yeah. So it's like bringing a real video game to life. Basically. You know, nothing yeah. really happened, but you shifting. <laughs> yeah. No, like there's stuff that happened, but it's like all, uh, all uh, like an algorithm mm. or whatever. Like it's all technological. Technological. 
technological <laughs> yeah but um that's pretty much it um last thing i wanted to do is uh weekly i'm just gonna give a quick music shout out and call it ty's weekly music shout out um and this week i just wanted to shout out two albums that i've been listening to a lot the past week and the past week before that week and the week before that week too um the first album i wanted to shout out was uh jacques's king of r&b this album from start to finish is absolutely a slapper like every single track on the album it Mm. is super good if you like r&b music if you like something smooth to play um in the bedroom or if you're going roller skating with your girl or on the canal you know it's like winter season's upon us cuffing season (laughs) is upon us both of these albums will be great for cuffing season um yeah so it's called king of r&b and then the second album is called chicks tape five by tori lanes this album just came out on november 15th so it's been out for about seven days now it's super good um from start to finish again mm-hmm. really good this album used to be mixtapes so there's chicks tape one through four that are on like soundcloud and uh, youtube and stuff like that um but the reason why they were never albums was because um they're all like remixes of old songs so it takes a lot of money and a lot of time mm-hmm. and a lot of effort to get the songs cleared yeah. so that he's able to publish them and make money for it but this album chicks tape five he had to go through over 20 20 clearances so because like if he's clearancing clear clearancing one song mm-hmm. that song was made from another song mm-hmm. so he has to go back and clear it with those guys yeah. and those guys probably took something from another song he has to go clear it with them all so like, of that, off, like yeah. all, all that work and it costs it's, a lot of money to do too a really special album man. it is a really special album it, i've been waiting for it for a long time the front cover okay. is a shanti oh um so you know it's slap it's really good like there's so many people chris brown on the album uh jacques is also on the mm-hmm. album uh and tori is on jacques's album too i, I believe jacques is on the album maybe mm-hmm. not maybe he's not Little Wayne's on the album. Little Wayne. Um, Little Wayne. Wow. Old school Little Wayne. Lloyd. Um, Lloyd as well. Wow, I might have to check this album it's out. It's a super sick album. And look, the first album I talked about, Jacquees' album, King of R&B. Mm-hmm. Jacquees, earlier in the year, there was a big commotion about because he went on a social media talking about he was the king of R&B. Of, oh, yeah. of his generation a lot of people took that out of proportion they're like who is this short short five foot nothing because he's actually like five feet tall like uh-huh. five foot two or something like that isn't he's that little wayne's height too Lil i think he's shorter than little wayne though probably okay. but they both got dreads so <laughs> um but yeah no he was talking about him being the king of r&b and stuff like that but after hearing this album right now mm-hmm. if i would have to pick a king of r&b for right like right now not of all time but right now in this moment the kings of r&b are definitely tory lanes and jacques yeah those two guys are kings right now so check out those albums chicks tape five and king of r&b let us know what you think if you guys have any topics anything you guys want us to discuss in our next podcast episode episode six please hit us up What's the big deal podcast on Instagram? 
Thank you all for listening. Make sure you tune in to the next episode. Fridays, 11.59 p.m. Midnight. It'll be ready for you on Saturday midnight, 12 a.m. That's it for today. Hopefully you guys have a great night, a great morning, or whenever you listen to it. And we'll <laughs> hit you guys next time. Ciao. Yeah.